spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. All right, Chad is out today. We got uh, Barry Markson. And Barry, it's great to see you. Thanks, Gatos. All right, coming up this hour, the Suns are in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. We're giving you a chance to score the hottest ticket in town. It's Suns playoff tickets. Uh, just text TICKET to 411923. Register. Listen for your name this hour. If your name is called, you qualify for Game 1 tickets. So text TICKET to 411923. It's going to be a big hour. All right. Uh, we'll talk about poop water in Phoenix later. <laughs> but first, let's start with something that took place yesterday. But I think we figured out why it really happened. Okay? Right. So yesterday, we had a, an Arizona House representative, something named Liz Harris. I don't know who she is. But she got booted. Mm-hmm. And the deal was, I guess she brought a speaker in, and the speaker accused just about everybody in politics that they're on the take uh, from the cartels. Yeah, the cartels it, are giving them money to, I don't know. Do, the cartels are bribing all these politicians and yes. judges and the Mormon church. And it, right. was, it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Okay. So even Republicans voted against her and booted her. Now, this is just me. But if this person who Liz Harris brought in, if she only accused Democrats of wrongdoing, she'd still be a representative, in my opinion. Okay, that's yeah. just the way politics go. But, Barry, you have a very interesting take on this. Uh, maybe the Republicans saw this as a way to get rid of her. Because, as I said yesterday, this is the woman who said, I'm not going to vote on any bill. In the Arizona legislature, until we redo the 2022 election. Yeah. The one that she won, by the way. Yeah. And so, tell me your, it's almost a little bit of a conspiracy theory, possibly, <laughs> Barry. What is so, it? Because so I think it's true. I think yeah, you're right she, on. She's a major election denial person. She no thinks, doubt. She thinks there's election fraud everywhere. She did her own investigation, supposedly, and found fraud, which was debunked in about 14 seconds. It, was her it, election fraudulent? Of course The not. one that she of won? Of course not. In 2022? That was her? Okay, got it. So, And she barely won, by the way. She barely got in. But she said, I am not going to vote for anything until we redo the election. Okay. And and the, twi- and the 2020 election. And, and obviously, that's never going to happen. Never going to happen. So, they, the, 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 she actually did it. The first thing that the Republicans in the in this House and Senate in Arizona put up, you remember, it was the uh, the skinny budget they called it. They basically put last year's budget back up to vote. There's 13 different bills, and they wanted to do a little show. They're going to put on a show. We're going to build a budget, send it to Katie Hobbs, and force her to veto it, which she did. But what happened first? Liz Harris refused to vote, so they couldn't pass it out of the House. Oof. She said, "I'm not going to vote. I told you I wasn't going to vote." And so her own party was already mad. At uh, yes, they, they were like, "This is ridiculous. We can't." even do the the stuff we're trying to accomplish so they had to concede and give her they put her in charge of a committee on elections they, they started to give her stuff and that's what every time they had to get some voted they had to go give her stuff to get it done and it was it was just crazy so i'm not saying they would have gotten rid of her regardless mm-hmm. but when she brought this person in to speak uh, and then they people were going to her and saying who what is this person going to say what's on the agenda what evidence you know, what is the documents that go with it and she wouldn't answer the questions she wouldn't respond and the the evidence they had now is that she did know and she brought this conspiracy-laden thing in and the attacks on everybody. So you have uh, her speaker attacking Wendy Rogers and Ben Tom, all the Republicans, her speaker attacking everybody, and and I think the Republicans said, wait a second, this is a way to get rid of her. Now we can we look good and we get rid of her. So they did. She's gone and she will not be back. I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay too. with that too because, yeah. again, if you're, I've said it ad nauseum. Everybody knows. 
I'll never vote for a conspiracy theorist. I'm never voting for an election denier. They're all dead to me. Yeah. In a nice way. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I just I I wash my hands of the situation. I just yeah. won't even look at you. Yeah. I won't even look at you when when, when I go and vote. Uh, and so she is one of them. Let's hope that the Republicans bring on three decent Republicans and then uh, allow uh, Maricopa County Board to to bring, bring in bring in conservatives. Bring whatever bring, you want, ab- but just not conspiracy. Not the theory. conspiracy I'm folks. Fine let's let's govern. All right, um, SRO officers. Okay, we've talked about them being in school. Uh, Tom Horn was talking about it yesterday. He supposedly had some big announcement yesterday, and it was uh, it was nothing. He told school districts, "I'd like you to bring in SRO uh, SROs." So these are these are um, officers that are going to try and protect your child if someone comes on the campus and has a gun and wants to shoot a whole bunch of people. Here's the question: Do SROs? Give us all a false sense of security. Because for me, it's like if you were to ask me, what do I want to see? Someone, uh, an SRO with a gun that is going to at least attempt to try and kill the school shooter? Yeah. Or no SRO. I'm always going to go with the SRO. But listen to this study. This study says don't go with the SRO. A 2021 study by the American Medical Association found that there were three times as many people killed when a school resource officer was present. Now, how is that possible? How is it possible that if you have protection at the school, it makes it more dangerous? I don't get it. Because we've yeah. looked into this. There's no real, there's no nah, real answer for it. I, I think it's completely unrelated. It, it just, I don't think having a police officer, one police officer at a school is going to make a difference if a school shooter shows up with AR-15 style weapons. And uh, the officer can't be everywhere at once. He and can't, you're going to get outgunned. It's, and and going to be outgunned. It, it's, you have to have police. There are multiple police officers with procedures and how do we do it and what do we do? And so I I find it hard to believe there's a correlation that somehow having a police officer on a campus means the campus is more likely to be subject to this. I still want an officer. But I also don't think it goes the other way either. And and I'll give you an example, Gatos. I I do some charity work. I work for some charities. We put on events and we have security at those events, but we have multiple, multiple security officers. There are some are undercover, some are not. We have them at the door. There's There's a way we can see who's coming in and we know where they're coming in from. Probably have an earpiece exactly. and no one really sees it, it and they just blend into the crowd. And it's not a it's not a high school with 2,500 kids. That's a huge complex and, it, and there's different doors and entry points and all stuff. So, I mean, I think we're it's, it's ridiculous for us to, to expect one officer or even two officers to be able to protect a school in this event. Especially if it's a big high school. Exactly. Right. Now, but do we, do we think it sounds great? Sure. sure. If we had unlimited money and, and it wasn't going to affect anything else, should we have an officer at every school? Sure. Yeah. But how many police officers would we need to have one every day at every single school across the entire we United States? Well, it, in it, Arizona, it, we have over 2,000 schools. Right. So you need another 2,000. And that doesn't even count it. what happens when an officer gets sick or he takes a vacation. or you know, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. So uh, I, I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I love the idea. If my kids were there, I'd love to have a police officer there. Yeah, me too. But let's not act like that's the like that's going to fix everything. Like, I don't think it's going to. If we just did that, we wouldn't have school shootings anymore. That's mm. that's not true. You know, some experts say it's just a false sense of security it too. Is. Um, you know, what if the what if it's not a police officer? What if it is Well, the example that I was given is um if you want to go in for target practice, you can put the bullet right right in the middle every single time, right? Yeah. There's no pressure. But when you when you hear the guns and when you hear 
the bullets flying, it's all different. And you've got to have someone who yeah. is highly trained. And I'm not saying that these SRO officers are not highly trained. I'm just saying they must be highly trained because when when the when the crap hits the fan and bullets start yeah. flying, you need you're you're a different you're cut you're cut from a different cloth. Even if you had live active police officers there, that that's something. And I think what you just said also goes to these folks who say armed teachers and stuff like that. It, it's silliness. Even if you gave teachers guns, they're not trained for this. It's and an even awful if, idea. It, it's it's un, it's unbelievably an awful idea. Yeah. All right. Right now it's time for five spot. Nice. So we're going to put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. How do I say this? Um, call us if you have a toilet. How about that? No. Call us if you have a toilet. There's a method to my madness. What's the number? Trust me. 602-277-5827. Dialing now. All right. 602-277-KTAR. Call us if you have a toilet. (laughs) Phoenix is going to do something with your toilet that is going to horrify you. Absolutely horrifying. That's just, I don't even horrifying. want to know what this is now. 277-5827. Call us if you have a toilet right. in your house. That's everybody. So 277-KTAR. Uh, uh, make sure you're subscribing to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to carolsthebuyers.com. Carolsthebuyers.com. Start packing. All right. That is uh, coming up in a second. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Five Spot, we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. And uh, certainly everybody's talking about this crap. A new oh. source of drinking water coming to the valley by 2030. The water would go through advanced purification. That was a toilet, by the way. Continue. Before going into your cups. Oh, that's not good. So, would you drink it? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we asked uh, you to call 277-KTAR if you have a toilet, because uh, your question is, uh, how do you feel about uh, drinking water that actually came from your toilet? Now, it's been cleaned, but are you feeling pretty good about that? This is going to solve our water crisis, apparently. All right, here we go. Janet in uh, Goodyear. Uh, Janet, are you ready to drink toilet water? Yes or no? And how are you feeling about that? Oh, that is so disgusting. You can't purify that water enough for us to be healthy. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. No. You're a a definite no. Nope. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just thinking out of my head, Barry. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, what if one day I'm parched, if you will, and (laughs) I go to my sink and, and I pour a glass of water? What goes through my mind is this water... I think Barry dropped something in this water earlier today. Oh, I did. Oh, I dropped something. You know what I'm saying? And I am drinking the same water that Barry dropped a couple of things in. You know, I, I have to tell you, my dog, eventually, uh, uh, occasionally, he'll go into the bathroom, and I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? And the seat, if the seat's up, sure. he'll drink out of the toilet. Right, right. Now, it's, it's, been, it's been flushed. It's clean water. But now we're being asked to drink it's, toilet water. But even that grosses me out. The dog doing it. Uh, John in uh, Phoenix is joining us next. Are you okay with drinking water that you knew came from the toilet? If we're in desperate measures and scientifically proven to be clean, yes, and Gales are dead to me. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love that. Here is Bob in Mesa on KTAR. Uh, Bob, how about you? Are you going to uh, drink the water that came from your toilet? Are you, are you okay with that? Uh, hell no. But what if you're forced? I would, I would, I would, I would if I forced to, yeah. uh, I would think twice about it. But if I had to, I would, uh, you know, 
max out all my credit cards to get a get uh, like you say on the radio get that uh, get a Connecticut get a Connecticut Connecticut yeah there you go yeah you're, you're like you're like a three months away from doing Connecticut gets the poop out commercials well Connecticut will get everything out that's what it's gonna be but I you know can he get getting I don't know I'm gonna have to put in put in a phone call uh, five spot I want to let everybody know in in about ten minutes right. we're gonna put a guest on and this is an expert about what Phoenix is trying to do. They want to recycle. It's a water expert. Phoenix wants to recycle the water in your toilet so you can drink it. And our expert that's coming on at 430, I want that person to convince me that that it's okay. All right. Because it's it's very unappetizing. Just so we're clear, it's not the water that goes in your toilet. It's used toilet water. Used toilet water that that you flush. They're going to clean it up and give it to you in a glass and go, doesn't that look good? Chris, in a good year, uh, poop water, yes or no? (laughs) Well, it definitely gives new description to the definition. All right, that's a terrible uh, that cell phone. That was not a good call. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Andy is next. Uh, Andy, uh, poop water, yes or no? You know, as long as it's filtered down to the right micron level, there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. Andy's just showing off because he knows some of those words. You, yeah, you know all the big words. Do you know about this technology? Because I, I really am ignorant about it. I don't know. So I actually do work at a lot of water treatment plants okay. um, all across the country, and they clean it up pretty good. The pretty water, good? Fire hydrants. Pretty, pretty good? Pretty good. Well, that's the not good enough. Pretty good. Is what, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. But the water in the fire hydrants is what the um, non-potable water that they use it for now. So they just got to get it down to the right micron level, and you shouldn't have any problem. I shouldn't wow. have any problem. No it's, problem. It's, you'll never have a problem. I don't know. I, all right. Let's do. Thank you, everybody, for the calls. We yeah, have, bring we in actually, the expert. We actually had two people that said, yeah, feed me the poop water. I'm ready to go. <laughs> feed me the poop water. Uh, <laughs> the I can't wait to hear you do that commercial. The city of Phoenix. Get the poop out. Is going to recycle wastewater for drinking purposes. Yeah. And it'll be in the near future. The reason is uh, it's on the heels of, you know, more cuts due to the shrinking Colorado River. So the plan to drink poop water is uh, 2030. Our next guest will try to convince us that drinking poop water isn't as bad as it sounds. <laughs> Man. Next. Shazam! The hottest ticket in town. Yeah, you're darn right. It's the hottest ticket in town. It's time for uh, our hot ticket qualifier. Oh. Roger Hansen, Queen Creek. You have 10 minutes to call 277-5827 to qualify for a chance at tickets. Game one, Sunday. Suns Clippers. If uh, Roger Hansen, go ahead. If he doesn't call in, I get him. If Roger does not call in within 10 minutes, Barry does not get them. We will open up the phone lines and let someone else get qualified. So if you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify by texting TICKET to 411923. Listen for your name. Tomorrow at 7 a.m., 11 a.m., of course, 4 p.m. here. What's his name? Roger Hansen, All Green right. Creek, 10 minutes, 602-277-5827. Uh, one of the big things that we've talked about today is a plan for water in the city of Phoenix. Now, I'm a little uneasy. I'm a lot uneasy about this. <laughs> Phoenix announces that uh, they have a plan to recycle wastewater for drinking uh, purposes. So, yeah, that's pretty unappetizing. This is water that's going to your from your toilet into your glass. Now, I know that there's technology to clean that stuff up, but I need I need someone to tell me that this uh, poop water isn't going to be as bad as it sounds. 
Joining us now is uh, Troy Hayes, Phoenix Water Services Director. Troy, how are you today? We're doing fine. How are you today? We're good, man. I I put my mind to ease. I'm freaking out. I I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna taste water that you know, Barry dropped something in the water earlier in the day. I'm gonna get it later in the day. Put my mind to ease that this is gonna be okay. It's all going to be okay because actually what we're talking about is taking the water that we normally would have discharged to the river. So the water that we would have put in the salt river, taking that, piping it over to an advanced water treatment plant, and then putting that through the treatment process and then delivering that to the customers is kind of what we're talking about. All right, so Troy, how, how, well beyond what you guys are talking about. All right, so Troy, how does it work though? So if someone someone flushes their toilet uh-huh. and that water goes in a certain place, how do we treat that? How do we deal with it to get it to where we can drink it again? Right, so currently that goes to down a conveyance system and then ends up in a wastewater treatment plant where it goes through numerous treatment processes to be able to clean uh, to a level in which we can discharge currently that back to the Salt River, um, which is what we do with it now. So the water that's what this, what this plan would okay. do is to take that water and then further treat it um, to drinking water standards. And it, and it gets to the standard where it's at the same standard as the water we're drinking now. And I would say it's even farther above in the sense of the treatment processes that we're talking about are what's mimics of what you would see out of the bottled water industry. You're talking about ultrafiltration. You're talking about reverse osmosis. You're talking about granular-activated carbon, ozone, UV, all these, all these treatment processes to then take that, what I would say, you know, river water or what we would discharge to the Salt River to that process that would actually then be able to send to our customers. All right. Uh- Troy I don't Hayes. know. I don't know if I feel better yet. Uh, we've got a little <laughs> time. We, you know, we, we got yeah, some time. Troy Hayes is joining us, Phoenix Water Services Director. Uh, it is uh, the plan for Phoenix to recycle uh, the way the wastewater for drinking uh, purposes. How, how long have we had this technology? I mean, I'm not drinking wastewater right now, am I? Um, no, currently in the in the city of Phoenix, where I said all the water is discharged to the Salt River. Okay. Um, the other portion of it is sent to the Palo Verde Nuclear Generating Station that we use for cooling water. Okay. Um, but what we're focusing on is the water that we currently discharge to the river. Um, and the technology has been around for a while. Yeah. Obviously, with all technologies, it's becoming more efficient, more scalable, uh, more cost effective. But if you think about it, it's the same thing that's up with the uh, you know space station. They're not trucking. You know, and there's not a water truck that's hauling water up to the space station, and so the people that are living up there for years are, are utilizing this sort of treatment process to to transform their water into drinking water. Isn't there a different way we can go? Why do we have to go down this road? It's unappetizing. People are. You can tell me that the, the technology is great, and I totally believe you. And I'm sure I wouldn't know that I was drinking toilet water. But isn't there a different way we can go on this instead of uh, like the current idea? No, I mean, because the, the first challenge is you'd actually just bring drinking water because um, there isn't any new water on the planet that hasn't been here for billions of years. We just keep recycling it, moving it around. And, 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 our, and our answer, too, is there are other places to look at, of course, and we're looking at those areas, too. We're concerned about the issues on the Colorado River system. We're concerned that those are going to continue on for years to come. And so we're leaving no stone unturned as we look for additional water resources. And this is just one of them. There's additional surface water resources. We're trying to get leases with you know other partners that may have water to be able to lease it to us, um, but all of those things need to go into play so that we're in a situation in which we have the water that we need for decades to come. 
All right, Troy Hayes is with us. He's Phoenix Water Service Director. So, uh, Troy, is this technology, this wastewater where you get back to drinking water, is this in use in other cities around the country? Yeah, yeah. There's some other cities um, in in Texas and in California that have it in front of us. And there's a lot of cities that you've seen. I think L.A. came out with something uh, three or four months ago that they're working towards this. Uh, which, know, which cities do you know off the top of your head? Which cities are, you, are doing it now? Um, I think El Paso is under construction. Uh, there's some... Orange County in California has one that's currently in motion, or that's actually actually treating water. And uh, there's another couple little small towns in Texas as well. Um, but that's what I know. All right, thanks, Troy. All right, so you're going to guarantee me there's not going to be like a floater in my water or anything like that? <laughs> not unless you put it there. Okay. Um, it won't be coming are, from us. Are you calling so. it? Are you calling it poop water? No, that's a terrible name. No. <laughs> what do you call it then? Drink, we're calling it drinking water. Drinking. Like I said, is you will be surprised. And most of the challenge, most of the people that we have that taste this um, technology, you know, their, their biggest comment is, "Oh, it tastes like water." And we said, "Of course, because that's, that's what it is. It's just water." The taste is good. No either. aftertaste. It's the taste is good, Gators. Nope. It's the smell that gets nope. the It's not the smell. It's the smell. Hey, Troy, nope. thank thank you very much for coming on and trying to explain this to us. Appreciate it very much. Sure. And I, I hope Barry gets the tickets. I don't know. <laughs> Barry, I hope you I don't like get the Troy. tickets. Uh, Troy Hayes, uh, thanks a lot. Phoenix Water Services Director. It, you, you know, it's, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, Troy tr- explained it. I'm sure the water would be fine. It's just still gross to think about. Recycled wastewater for yeah. drinking water purposes is disgusting. But I'm sure it'll be fine. But I'm, I'm gonna maybe I'll just I'll I'll, I'll just I'll go I'll, I'll You'll go slow. I'll You'll start go slow. I'll start by drinking just a little bit of toilet water each day to get used to it, and <laughs> I, then by then I should be fine. Let's face it, we know what you're gonna do. You're going to have Zinsmeister do it. You're going to have him try it for a month, and then we'll see what happens. That's what you're going to do. All right. Let me ask you this. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I will. I will. I want to note this. What Troy said. I asked what other cities has is it in yet, uh-huh. and he said cities that are building. It doesn't sound like it's working anywhere yet. So I want to see it up, up and running somewhere I'd like else. Like to see someone else do it exactly. first. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, our gas price is higher in Scottsdale than anywhere in California. Next. The hottest ticket in town. Yeah, this is the uh, hottest ticket in town. Our qualifier, uh, Roger Hansen, a shame on you from Queen Creek. You didn't oh, call. He didn't call? Yeah. Caller number oh, one. Oh, I won. To 277-KTAR, you will qualify for Suns Clippers Game 1 tickets. Take the first caller, 277 The first call, that's it? Well, the funny thing, if you want to pull the curtain back, if we said it was caller 1,000, yeah. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister would have to say no to 1,000 people, 999 people before taking the 1,000th call. But that would have been funny. That would have been funny. All right. Uh, continue <laughs> to listen because it's 7 a.m., 11 a.m., and 4 p.m. Wow. We continue to qualify you for tickets. All right. Uh, gas prices are outrageous. Let me tell you how outrageous they are. There's cheaper gasoline in California than in Arizona. Now, in Scottsdale... You are paying more than anybody in California. Scottsdale is currently at four ninety three a gallon. That's the, crazy. That is crazy. I mean, Scottsdale's got the best gas. We know that, but that's of course. A, that's expensive though. That's a little much. So Arizona, <laughs> the gas prices have just skyrocketed. Yeah, it's so crazy. The average gas price at this time last month was three ninety five a gallon, and now it's four seventy nine a gallon. That's ten cents less than California's statewide average of four eighty nine, and so everybody wants to know why. 
Do you want to blame the president? Do you want to blame our governor? Do you want to blame California? No. How could, who, well, I'm just saying, yeah. you, you won't, I always want to blame somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you do like that. So it's this is the reason. We've got three different types of blends in Arizona. Yeah. And that's what's causing us to have the high gas prices. So the blends are in place depending on the weather because it helps the, the, helps the, uh, the environment. It's all in an effort. Because you, you don't want the bad stuff to stay low. We have, you know, you've seen it. Sometimes we have, like, you can see this, the dirt in the air, the cloudiness in the air. Brown cloud. But, yeah, and that's just because the, the way the, the pressure... From the, the weather is just pushing it down. You have to have different blends, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it is true. I don't really want the different blends. You I'm don't really, care. I don't care. Give me lower gas prices. Yeah. I'll, let me breathe the dirty air in. It's I not still, that dirty. I still don't get it, though. How come Tucson's gas is so much cheaper? That's the part I don't understand. I don't think they get it from California. They get it from Texas. All the time. Yeah. They get a lot from Texas. So why don't let's get some from Texas? You know, I was talking to my dad uh, the other day in New York. It's $3 a gallon. Is that right? Yeah. In Atlanta. I just got back from Atlanta. It was three oh five a gallon. I mean, the only good news it's here is four ninety three in Scottsdale. In a couple of months, when all the all the Phoenicians start going to San Diego and stuff, the gas won't look expensive. <laughs> that is true. So you got that going for you. That is true. So the other reason is our state is divided into five areas with three different types of required gasoline, and it's all to save a turtle. <laughs> Just stupid. <laughs> the turtle. Just stupid. Oh my goodness. Well, the, the the gas prices are going up. It was weird for like it seems like it's been uh, six months. Every time you go to the every week. Gas prices up a dime. Gas every day they'd be up a little Ours higher. Have exploded. Yeah, it really did go up a lot. It yeah, went up so fast. we're we're top three in the country, and one part of Arizona is higher than all of California in regular unleaded. Where is that? Scottsdale. Scottsdale, of course. Scottsdale. Everything costs more in Scottsdale. Everything costs more yep. in in, yep. in Scottsdale. So I don't know exactly what you do, but if this is crushing you, you have to change. Your plans. You've got to. You've got to change the way that you live. You've got to drive less. And let's say on Saturday you're going to go do a bunch of different stuff. Does this make you think about buying an electric car? Like no. you know, for your next car. Does you it know, make you think about getting an electric car? No, nothing. No, I like to drill. No. I like oil. Give me the gas. <laughs> uh, that's what I like. I don't care about the environment. I know how awful that sounds. I'm kind of with you, but when it's five bucks a gallon. It, yeah. You start thinking, man, that's a lot of money you're saving every week. I know. No kidding around. Not, that's, it's a lot. All right, we got a ticket winner. All it's right. uh, Cesar Rescon. Is that correct? Fantastic. Congratulations. All right. Uh, your chance to win tomorrow morning on Arizona's the Morning News. Did you tell him he's going with me? At 7 a.m. I did not. <laughs> All right. Becky Lynn's got the 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion next.